When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. To the movie trivia showdown, the singles tournament. Boy, is it going, and it is a crazy, crazy ride we have been on so far. I'm Christian Harloff. Thank you for joining us, and joining me, as always, is my partner in crime here, Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. Mark, it's been a nutty tournament altogether, but this one, this is going to be a very, very interesting match. Oh, hold on to your butts, kids, because we have an all-time schmodown legend going up against the greatest host in movie talk history. Is that true? The greatest host in movie talk history. I guess I lost. Yes. So I would also tell you that um, we're talking about Scary Perry Nemiroff. Now, I've known I've known Perry for a long time, and to say that she is competitive is the biggest understatement of the millennium. Now, now the thing is with Perry is that the game just hasn't treated Perry nice. In her in her first when she was in team, she was also she's very knowledgeable. However, she started playing in exhibition matches and she started to gain her confidence because if you watch anything that Perry Nemiroff does, you know how knowledgeable she is. You know how much she loves film. You know how she just she just there's there's nothing about Perry that isn't a film fanatic. So the game itself is fitted for her. It's the question is, when is she going to maneuver into that role of potential superstar? The person that doesn't want that question answered is Mike Kalinowski. Uh, Mike Kalinowski chose to be here today. He could have played against Andrew Guy, and then had he beaten Guy, he would have played against Ben Bateman and would have had a good, he would have had a good road to the championship itself. He decided, you know what, I'm going to do the same thing I did for Inner Geekdom. I made it to the finals there. I got some points for my faction, and I'm going to do the same thing here. He's hoping that Perry's not going to spoil those plans. Yeah, he's taking that Batman Begins approach where he's just making it hard on himself, but maybe in the quest to accrue more points and to gain not just confidence for himself. We know Mike is in no short supply of that, but also to let everybody who's watching know, all of the fans out there, all of the Patreon members know, Mike is not a one-trick pony. And with Perry Nemiroff, Christian, I think you're right. Not only do the exhibition matches help foster one's confidence, but it also gets you into the gameplay mode. So Perry, if she does not emerge victorious it's not going to be because she didn't understand how the game is played it's going to be just because mike was a little bit better well but if she wins if she wins it's going to be it's going to be crazy here today and we're going to find out exactly how we got here here we go so i don't know if if other managers do this but but i try to to get in the the mind of my players so i've been watching scary movies and perry i don't understand why so scary 
Alright guys, I am back. Did not think this was ever going to happen. She's back, ladies and gentlemen. We are having reunions. You know, you had your run with Tough Beats. It didn't go the way that we hoped. And then you came back and you played in a few exhibitions and you had a lot of fun. And you and I talked and you're like, I'm not going to lie, I had a lot of fun. I did kind of get the feeling like I might have wanted to jump back in full force. But it wasn't until Koi called me up and asked me if I wanted to join the Quirky Mercs that I'm like, well, that's it. Can't say no to that. Done deal. I'm in. Oh, yay! Goody goody gumdrops. We get to play against Koi and the Quirky Mercs. That's what we're here for, right, guys? It's just fun. Good times all around. I'm really proud of my faction. You know, we, we already played Mike Kalinowski and, and Greg did incredible. Greg showed that Mike could bleed, and that was in his own wheelhouse in the interdictum and in, in singles. Perry's got this. I really don't know much about you, Perry. All I really know is that you like Jurassic Park, but you do like to draw pretty little pictures. So I was thinking, maybe change your name to Pretty Perry. Kind of your personality. You're nice, you're friendly out there. You draw those pretty little pictures. Um, I'm not familiar with her. I did go back and look at her game tape, and the only thing that I discovered is that she's fairly unremarkable. But now, the big benefit I have is Koi having my back, and also all of the quirky mercs, they've been able to give me, I think, the advice that I really need to possibly pull this off here. He's keeping me safe, but it's so scary. God, it's Perry. Let's just have some fun. I'll sit there and answer questions. You'll sit there and draw some drawings and entertain me, and we'll just have some fun at the table. Sound good? Win or lose, I can guarantee you one thing. I'm gonna have way more fun playing this match than Mike Kalinowski is. That says exactly what we thought it would be. Perry Nemiroff has nothing to lose. She is coming in here to play against Mike Kalinowski, who is a former two-time Inner Geekdom champion. Um, we know what he's done in, in the team's division, obviously. And now Mike Kalinowski finds himself in a tough position here against a game opponent in Perry Nemiroff. I'm pretty excited. Oh, this is going to be a good one, man. I, I like the slight verbal jabs we saw back and forth, but kept it classy for the most part. But once you get on that playing field, you know how competitive, how bad both of these teams and, uh, I guess, players want to win. It feels like they're representing teams. It feels like Perry is representing every dinosaur that was ever created by Dr. John Hammond, and Mike is representing every superhero ever come up by Stan Lee. So a whole lot is on the line here today, Christian, even though we're still in round one. That's right. And Perry Nemiroff was was picked up as a free agent by the Quirky Mercs and Koi Jandrew, and she was pursued by a few other factions. She chose to go with the Quirky Mercs, and she is representing Quirky Mercs, and Koi Jandrew has a lot of confidence in her today, and the Mercs need a win. Corruption is really, really coming on strong here, and look what they've done in the tournament already. You look at what Adam Collins has done, you look at what Marisol McKee has done, and now we have uh, this match here with Mike Kalinowski. So, without any further ado, the manager of the Quirky Mercs, Koi Jandrew, and the queen of corruption herself, Shannon Barney. All right, Shannon, th that grin on your face has kind of been there. It's been stuck there since that run that you guys have been on. It doesn't seem like corruption is uh, doing anything except winning right now. Uh, how do you uh, how do you feel going into this match? Is this something you're already looking to go into the second round? Or are you taking Perry serious? Look, um, yeah, I'm going to keep grinning, win or lose, because this is just so much fun, isn't it? Uh, we had a nice vacation. Thank you so much for asking. But uh, we've been we've been back hitting the books since then. And uh, we I don't know much about Perry. I've never actually met her in real life. I'm sure she's very scary and very wonderful. And all of the things that people say about her must be true. Um, so, yeah, we're taking it seriously. Um, this is a whole new tournament. This is a whole new game. We got all new situation here. So we've wiped the slate, uh, excuse me, we've wiped the slate clean from our vacation and it's back to work. So uh, we're ready for her. We're prepared for her. Who knows what we're going to get today? I'm just excited to see it. Yeah, Koi, you know, you heard in the pregame with Christian how bad your faction could use some points. Do you think that Perry not only can get the W today, but if she does, that's a huge boon for her confidence. How far can Perry Nemiroff take you in this tournament? Well, the thing I like about this match is I've known Mike probably the longest and most of, of anyone in the showdown. I, I know Mike from DC Movie News. We've worked together a lot, and I think he's great. 
But I think because of that, I see some of the cracks in the armor. And he's certainly an incredible snow. The guy knows so much in so many different divisions, and I'm always very impressed. But we saw what happened when I unleashed Greg on him, and it surprised a lot of people. We got a lot farther than people expected. I, I pushed him all the way to the end, and I think this is going to be the next evolution of that. I think we had our great, like, Charmander situation. Now Perry's going to be, you know, Charmeleon. We're going to go all the way to Charizard today, I think. I think this is going to be really interesting, and I'm really, I'm proud of Perry from the jump with training and the excitement. I'm really curious how this goes, but I think it's ours. All right. Well, look, it's a big match for both you guys, for both Corruption and the quirky Mercs. We wish you luck, and we'll see you in a moment. All right, Mark, the competitors are ready to go. The question is, my friend, are you ready to go? Oh, I'm ready. This, if you're not hyped up, just replay those two managers. I mean, Christian, they are playing for a whole lot today as well, so this is going to be a spicy one. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first. Representing the quirky Mercs with a record of zero wins, one defeat in the singles division. Give it up for Scary Perry Nemirov. Perry, she's back, ladies and gentlemen. I can't believe it. Back in the Schmodown, the professional Schmodown, that is. We've seen what you've done in exhibition and new releases in Jurassic Park and, and that Iron Man classic match against Cody. But what was it? Was it something inside of those matches that clicked and you said, I want to do this again? You know how much I love the game, period. And I had sat out of it for so long. So I think the second I got that gameplay feeling again, win or lose, it kind of it, it kicked in and it made me desperate to jump back in. And I know that there's a chance I'm going to lose. And if I lose, I'm not going to be happy about it. But not playing at all at this point would hurt me more. So I got to get in. I got to give it a shot. Perry, we know how bad of a competitor you are and how Perry, we know how great of a competitor you are and how bad you want to win. But I'll ask you this. You and I have closed down a number of premieres together or the after parties anyway and we played beer pong virtually a couple weeks ago so do you have your victory dance ready to go today are you anticipating those good vibes coming out of this match i'm feeling all the good vibes i'm not one to get ahead of myself i i'm i'm big into the idea of jinxing myself but i can bet you anything that dewey will be thrilled to do a victory uh little dance with me if that is how it ends up so i am prepared for that in the back of my mind where is the cat currently He's he's loafing. He's loafing in the corner. I, okay. He wasn't allowed to. He wasn't allowed to sit in my lap because I have to have like a, a pad and paper. Well, this might be, might be good luck to have Dewey there. But I will have to ask you this last question here, Perry. So back in 2017, I believe is the last time yeah. you competed in singles. At that time, there was a new rookie who had entered the league and nobody knew anything about him, and his name was Mike Kalinowski. Um, fast forward three years later, he's a multi-division champion. He is a loudmouth, as you've seen on Twitter. Uh, he has been kind of saying things here and there on the uh, the twits. Does any of that stuff get in your head uh, playing him someone with that kind of prestige or the fact that, you know, he doesn't really shut up? Not, not at all. I think that Mike's a great player. I know there's a lot of great players in the league, period. But what I'm doing right now is I'm playing against myself. The goal is to keep calm. If I can't get something and I'm bummed about it, just move on. Keep my mind open for the rest of the round. That That's my focus right now, not on Mike. All right. Well, thank you, Perry. Good luck to you. We're going to put you in the waiting room here and bring in your opponent. And her opponent. With a record of seven wins, six defeats, and four knockouts. Representing Corruption. He is the former movie trivia schmodown, two-time inner geekdom champion, Mike the Killer Kalinowski. Uh, let me stop you right there, champ. Oh, okay. uh, you know, I were you guys talking trash about me because I didn't listen? I had these things off. No, it wasn't trash, Mike. You sure? You sure? We're coming off of what well, we're coming off of here. The past in the past year, usually I come into a a, a bit of a, a brisk welcome. So, okay, fine. Sure. I'm tired of seeing you because you seem to be in all these. You're matches. tired of seeing me? Well, that's not my fault. I keep winning. 
keep winning. And that's the, that's the truth. And look, uh, there, if, if you, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, about a month ago, Frank uh-huh. put up the start of corruption and how it yeah. all went down and yeah. your evolution of what, where you went and where you are now and all the title matches you've been and all the tournament wins you've had. And, and you chose to be here in this one. You could have had an easier road and gone to the championship itself. Um, right. You chose not to do that. Correct. Now, even though this is not – no matches in this are easy, and you know what kind of competitor Perry Nemiroff is. Absolutely. Bit of a risk or not? Am I – just say I'm scared? Is this a risk? Yeah, of course it's a risk. Like, look at – look at I did the risk with IG. Um, you know, that was a risk. But look at what Alba did, man. That was a – God, he had to play into IG, and then my first match out of that, that guy gave me the toughest match of the everyone I faced outside of chance in that IG tournament. So Perry, you know, I don't sleep on her. She movies are her life. She's one of these people that makes a living with movies, watching movies, reviewing movies, talking to the uh, filmmakers. Of course, I'm not going to underestimate her, but you know, like the IG risk that paid off, this singles decision on my part is going to pay off. You know, again, it's for teams. People want to, you know, hopefully they'll see now the fact that IG the tournament's over. And my team and my faction is stronger than ever. People were saying that it was going to break us up and this and that. It didn't. It made us stronger than ever. We've seen our two rookies from our team go into this, make huge debuts. Uh, and they're both their playing matches. And that's the team that I've got behind me here. So it's we're ready to go. And Mike, you and Perry both know a lot about movies. You both have passionate, energetic managers that are coaching you in today's match. But it seems like Perry has sort of a wild card going for her in that she has the ever-reliable Dewey who is always by her side. It seems like your and Indy's relationship consists of chasing each other around in the background when Shannon is managing other competitors. Is Indy going to be there for you when it matters, or do you not rely on the strength of the animal kingdom for this match? Uh, Mark, I'll, I'll tell you this, and you being a dog dad yourself, you would under, you understand this. My dog is kind of like me. He likes to be the center of attention. And when he's not the center of attention, he gets upset. So it's kind of a, it's like this tug of war between him and I. Unfortunately, right now, it's my time to uh, be the focus here. And he's got to take a back seat. Uh, But my little guy's always in my corner. He's always there. All right. So with that, Mike, we're going to drop you out here. Good luck. We're dropping me out? Yeah, thank God. All right. And now we're going to bring back both Mike and. You said you're dropping me out, but now I'm back. Now you're back. Hi, Perry. Hello, hello. The competitors have entered the Schmodown Battlefield Mark. Please, the rules of round number one. The rules of round number one. Treats for doing any, first of all. And now for the human component to this match. In round number one, the field of competitors are going to hear eight questions from eight different corners of movie trivia Schmodown know-how. Your first, your last, and every question therein is worth one point apiece. No penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one, anyway. As soon as we ask the question, you have about 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever utensil you prefer on whatever tablet you like. As soon as we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to your camera at the same time you verbalize your answer into the microphone. Our mind, each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match, named for the famous Wisconsin reactor. Josh, the engineer. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself some more time, use the JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point throughout the three-round match. You may initiate the challenge as a competitor, but your manager must ultimately ratify and confirm that the challenge is taking place. All right. Well, with that, we ask Mike, are you ready? Yeah. Let us, uh, let's the four of us have some fun here today, shall we? Let's just have a fun, nice game. All right. And Perry? It's my kind of F word. Let's do it. And let's get ready to schmodown. Round number one, question number one, starting in the realm of action adventure. Harrison Ford played the Tom Clancy character of Jack Ryan for the second time in which 1994 film? I'll tell you what, man, that Harrison Ford, what a run he had in the 80s, you know? He also has a very fun, funny. But, but good run. Five, four, three. Better than Liam Neeson. One. Pens down, please. And Mike? He went into the president's office. You're going to bark at me like some junkyard dog? Clear and present danger. Yes. Perry? I do not have it. I have Didn't... the fugitive on the brain. That's all right. So Kalinowski goes up one nothing over Perry as we get to round number two. Mark? Uh, this is romance, is the category. Ah, oh, sweet romance. Something I'm used to in my life. Yeah, I wonder what that's like myself sometimes. Your question, for one point. 
Donal Gleason and Rachel McAdams star in the time travel romantic dramedy titled what? It's not Shoes Beef Lewis Saves the World. That was the working title. Beef's Lewis? <laughs> He's, Beef. Mike, don't listen to him. Five, four. Repeat the question. First one. I can certainly do that. In the world of romance, Donal Gleason and Rachel McAdams star in the time travel romantic dramedy titled what? And then Christian said his favorite two words in the English language. They give you a microphone. Five, four, three, two, and one. Pens down, please, Perry. About time. That's correct. And Mike? About time. Yes, 2-1. Mike up by one over Perry. And here's the next question. Dramas. What sport does Kevin Costner's character play in the 1999 film For Love of the Game? Ah, there's there's love again. You got romance, got love. Just everybody's feeling good today. Yes, yeah, so, so are you. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I'm even. Makes me happy. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Mike? Is it baseball? That's correct. Perry? Baseball. Yep. Three, two. Uh, the only time you ever see Kalanasi squirm during a sports question. All right, what's the well, next? I don't know if he played two. You know, we got Roy McAvoy here himself. I don't know if he was doing another one after Tin Cup right away. Next one. I'm flirting dangerously close to upsetting the writer. Your next question is in the category of movie taglines. And the question, what 1984 Joe Dante movie features the tagline, cute, clever, mischievous, intelligent, dangerous? I think the uh, same can be said about either Perry's cat, Dewey, or Mike's dog, Indy. Five. Four. You making yourself laugh? (laughs) One. Pens down, please. And Perry. Critters? That's incorrect. Mike? Gremlins? Gremlins is correct. Oh, really? Yeah, four, two. Four, two. So Mike goes up by two here as we get to our next question. Fantasy sci-fi. Here it is. Which MCU actor plays physicist Ian Donnelly in 2016's Arrival? Mm. I lost five bucks just there. You know why? Why? You didn't know I was going to say physicist? Didn't think you'd get it. Stuck it. And five, four. Physicist? Two, one. Pens down, please. And Mike? Jeremy Renner. Yes. And Perry? Jeremy Renner. Yes, but Mike, uh, Mark, about a month ago, oh. I did call the great Alec Guinness, Alec Mick Guinness. So you have every right to uh, to go ahead and say what you want. All right, next one. Uh, I, I don't think he knows. Uh, your next question is in the world of comedies. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, man. Dewey's laughing in the corner, I swear. This is my favorite like two competitors right? in the tournament. Your question. Rock Ridge is a frontier town about to be destroyed to make way for a railroad in which classic 1970s movie? This is a beard scratcher. Yeesh. Yeesh. Like that? Is that the fish you like, Mark? Four, three, (laughs) two, one. Pens down, Perry. I got nothing. And Mike? Blazing Saddles? That's correct. Blazing Saddles. 6-3, 6-3, as we get to our next question here. Next question, and that's horror slash thriller. You'll find doppelgangers of the film's leads, known as Tethered, in which film? All right. Two questions away from a perfect round for Mike Kalinowski, Christian. He's close, but we'll see. Five, four. Three, two, one. Pens down, please. Pens down, and we start with Mike. I got nothing. Nothing, Perry. 
I thought you were messing with me, Mike. Ah, damn it. What, what was, us, what us, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. damn it. So Mike misses. Mike misses that. And Perry finds herself only down by two now with that big move here in her strength in horrors. All right. Here's the next question. The final question now, because Mike didn't get a perfect round. Final question. Yeah. Who knew that the announcer's curse actually works in the Schmodown, too? Your final question. And round number one is in the category of animated movies. Could be drawn on a computer, maybe by someone's hand. Your question. Which Saturday Night Live alum provides the voice of Kuzco in The Emperor's New Groove? I can tell you who's never seen that movie. This guy. Who, you? Okay, I'll just be here. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Start with Perry. I don't know why I said this, but Chris Kattan? That's uh, incorrect. Um, Mike? David Spade? Yes. Mike gets his lead back. Seven, or, or takes three points now. Seven, four, seven, four as we get. Damn it, us. Gosh darn it. Round number two. Round number two begins. Mark, how does it go? Okay, Mike, first of all, we do not prefer that kind of language used on the schmo down here. No, damn it. <sighs> I heard gosh. <laughs> a little too close. <laughs> In round number two. I'm kidding. Don't worry. Oh, okay. You're fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> Oof. Really got in the kid's head there. In round number two, (laughs) each competitor gets a spin at the wheel, the wheel of fate, doom, and ultimately, gosh darn justice. Once you settle on a category, you're going to hear four questions. These questions are asked to you. However, stealing is available in round number two. The questions were two points. If you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. So Potty Mouth Mike, because he enjoys a three-point lead, he is going to get to decide whether he would like to spin that wheel first or defer to his opponents. So, Mike, right now you're going to have 60 seconds to talk that decision over right. with your manager, who I think you've met, Shannon. I know right. her a little bit. Oh, hi. Shannon. I know him very well. Um, all I heard was that you guys wanted to see Indy. So um, here he is for your viewing pleasure. Look at him. Look at that handsome. But he's got to go. He says, Dad, great first round. Um, shake off us. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I, you could have used a repeat for that. It wasn't worth it. No, it wasn't um, worth it. It wasn't worth it at all. I think you should spin first. Um, I, I don't I don't think you should be excited. You, you're in a good headspace right now. Okay. First round doesn't mean anything. Let's spin first That's and see right. what we get. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Shake it off. It doesn't matter right now. Okay. okay. All right. So We're going to spin first, guys. Let's go for it. All right. So here we go. So this is the first spin for Mike starting now. So good spin. Um, and around it goes. Waiting He's to crack that Eddie Murphy you. category open. Uh, Pixar, 60 seconds with Pixar starting Um, up. You know what, babe? I know this is kind of Perry's wheelhouse. Right. Um, but I also Pat, know but Patrick that- is, Patrick's been, uh, not Patrick, I'm sorry. Uh, Chance has really been working with me on this, and that's his big one. I know. And I know that hold. you could probably navigate through it really well, and you could also eliminate it from her options. That's right. I can take it off the wheel for her. But I... Uh, my my gut says you could do better. What does your gut tell you to do right now? Yeah, let's spin again. Let's see what we got. Okay, let's go again. All right. So spinning away from Pixar, here is a spin. Whatever go. Mike gets here, obviously he's going to have the circle. We've got three in. And they'll have to battle out here in round number two. Great. Probably a couple categories he wants on that wheel, Christian. Here it comes, round and round. New releases. Okay. Hey, there's new- not there's not many of them. This could, yeah. this could, we'll see what we do. Good luck. All right. New Use multiple choice. Yep. All right, remove Shannon, bringing back uh, Perry here. And all right, Mike, you're going to hey. get four questions here okay. in the realm of new releases. Are Sounds you good. Ready? Let's do it. All right, here we go. All right, so new releases. Is anything from the last 12 to 18 months? And okay. here you go. Mike, which actor? plays Lieutenant Colonel James Doolittle, who after completing air raids across Japan, ends up trapped in China in 2019's Midway. I think I know this, but I gotta play it safe. Let's go multiple choice. Is it A, Nick Jonas, B, Luke Evans, C, Dennis Quaid, D, Aaron Eckhart? Aaron Eckhart for one point. That's correct. All right. 
Reminder to both competitors, let's keep our hands where we can see them, right. just so we know nobody's clicking on funny stuff, you kids and your internet. All right, here's question two. Which actor plays Conal, C-O-N-A-L-L, the leader of a group of powerful fairies in Maleficent, Mistress of Evil? Multiple choice. A, Chiwetel Ejiofor. B, Ed Skrine. C, Idris Elba. D, Robert Lindsay. Is it A? Chiwetel Ejiofor is correct. All right. Here you go. Question number three. Who directed the 2019 remake of Black Christmas? Health choice. Is it A, Jennifer Kent, B, Sophia uh, Takal, C, Lee Janik, D, Karen Kusama? C. It's incorrect. Perry, your question is, who directed the 2019 remake of Black Christmas? Is it A, Jennifer Kent, B, Sophia Takal? It's B. That is correct. Uh, B is correct. But just a reminder to the competitors, if you could let me, for audio listeners, it's okay. (laughs) That's all right. So 9-5 Perry gets a big steal there as Mike gets to the last question. The last question. And here you go. All right. Mike, who plays the adoptive mother of a young boy with otherworldly powers in Brightburn? Elizabeth Banks. For two points, Mike Kalinowski. Season two, but he sees himself with a six-point lead now over Perry Nemiroff. Had to go to multiple twice and one steal. So we're going to drop Mike out, bringing back Coy, bringing in Coy Andrew. Coy, you got 60 seconds to talk to Perry here starting now. So that steal was great, and we needed it. I also know that you knew all of those. I saw your face. You would have, That would have been an eight-point oh, round for you. So the wheel was not on our side because I saw those eight points happen in front of you. So now use the momentum of you winning that round here to win the round here because that was your round. So you, the first round, there was only a couple stumbles. The second round is where the game gets the momentum. You're a momentum player. We're a competitive nature. I think it's just a matter of round two. And will forward what category you want when we spin this wheel. We'll talk about it when we get there. But also, Emperor's New Groove is the most modern classic Disney movie of all time. Shame on all of you. Let's do this. Fair enough. All right. So, Perry, we're going to bring the wheel up here for you. All right. Here is the wheel. There it is. He was, he was taking a nap. Uh, and here's the spin. All right. Christian, is the Emperor's New Groove a wheel slice? Because that would be clutch. Good and we land on Monster Movies. She likes horror. All right, Coy, you have 60 seconds to talk to Perry about Monster Movies starting now. What's your first gut instinct? My first gut instinct is that I don't like it, but I also don't like a number of slices on the wheel and really don't want to get bond. Do you not like it more than the statistical relevance of the rest? Like, does your gut say you'll land on Bond, or do you think you'll get one of the ones you want? I mean, there's a better chance that I would get one that I want, but Are random more- ones don't work in my favor, so I am nervous. But I feel like I, I'm, it's a lost cause with the lead he has if I go with monster movies. Oh, if it's a lost cause, we should respin. Yeah. Like, if, if okay. that's your instinct, that's your instinct. Okay, yeah. let's go with your gut. 100%. Respin. All right, respin. Here it is. So whatever Perry gets here, she's got to take. Here is the spin. All, All right. right. Just trying to avoid that Bono slice, Christian. Not a big fan of you, too. Wheel of Fate. Ooh, <laughs> it looks like Monster Movies is oh. supposed to happen. So, all right. Dropping out, Coy. Bringing back Mike. Perry, you're going to have four questions in the realm of Monster Movies. Okay. All right, Perry. Each question is worth two points. And if it makes you feel any better. You have the arguably third greatest host in the history of movie talk asking you the questions. For two you points. Talk more credit. Your first of four questions. Which MCU actress plays the wife of Aaron Taylor Johnson's character in 2014's Godzilla? Elizabeth Olsen. That's two points for Perry, Christian. That's two points. All right, question two. All right, Perry. Who? was the original Wolfman in 1941's The Wolfman. Multiple choice. Is it A, Boris Karloff, B, Lon Chaney Jr., 
C, Rico Browning, or D, Bella Lugosi? B. Saw Juan Chaney Jr. walking with the queen. That is a point for Perry, and we move on to Perry's penultimate question in the world of monster movies, and that is, in the Underworld franchise, what name is given to the vampires tasked with killing lichens. Ooh. Multiple choice. Is it A, death dealers, B, blood servers, C, wolf executioners, or D, grave diggers? A. A is correct, and Christian, she's maneuvered her way around this Round pretty nicely, and now Perry has the chance to tie Mike Kalinowski going into round three if she can get this last question for two points. And Perry, that question in the world of monster movies is, in what 2010s film, any movie from 2010 to 2019, does Idris Elba say, today we are canceling the apocalypse? Pacific Rim. We got us a tied ball game going into round three, Christian. Wow. Perry Nemiroff coming back oh all the way from that deficit after oh. round number one and tying. She didn't want monster movies, but it seemed to do her right because we have a tie game 11-11 as we get into round number three. Mark, how do the rule of round number three go? In round number three, each competitor is going to give us a series of numbers. We need three numbers from each of you. These numbers can range from 1 to 20. You may not pick the same number as your opponent. Why do we need the numbers? They correspond to a different corner of movie, trivia, schmodown, goodness. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. Your last one, should we make it that far, is worth five big points and will determine the match lest we go to sudden death overtime. Keep in mind, competitors, there is no penalty for missing a question, and there is no stealing in round number three. Christian? All right. So we start. Mike Kalinowski is the higher-ranked player. Mike, you yes. got three numbers to choose from starting now. Uh, let's do... Now they're sticking with me. Two, 12, and 14. Two, 12, 14 for Mike and for Perry. Let's go 13, 7, and 3. 13, 7, and 3 for Perry. All right. So because uh, Mike will be going second, Shannon, you have 60 seconds to speak with Mike before the round begins starting now. Hey, I see your face right now. I know exactly what thoughts you're having in your head. Get rid of them. They don't belong there right now. Stop. Let me stop you right there. Okay. We still got another round to compete. It's tied. You have all your JTEs left. You got this. This is your round. You trust your gut. You listen to the full question. You use whatever you need to get these answers. It's not over yet. Whatever doubt is creeping up in your head, whatever you've said to yourself, erase it. It doesn't matter. Now is go time. So trust yourself. Trust your gut. Know you've got this. And take your time. You got this. Do it. I know you do. All right. Go. Thank you, Shannon. Coy, 60 seconds starting now. Okay, so remember the number one thing we said we wanted to happen as far as our competitors. Now think about that, plus the fact that we are now going into your under pressure, tied up third round. We are exactly where, if I could want us to be, we are. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. The dinosaur in your hand is making me feel better. He is the good luck and he's like a genie. I'm rubbing it for wishes. Now also remember what's the number one thing I said I wanted from us today. The F word, we want fun. I'm having having fun. All right, I feel good going around through it, some fun. All right. Well, thank you. Guys you guys are so cute. Right, so drop, cute. I love it. Drop out Shannon and Coy. All right. So we're going to start with Perry. Perry, you chose category number 13. All right. So we start with Perry Nimeroff, who took number 13. We have movie release dates. Movie release dates is your question. All right. Perry, here you are. Steven Spielberg's Schindler's List came out in December of what year to qualify for the Oscars? I think it's 1993. Is that a final answer? It's final answer. Yes, that's correct. Two points for Perry. Two points for Perry as we now get to Mike Kalinowski, who chose category number two, Mark. 
Uh, yes, he did, Christian. And Tim <laughs> Couch's number corresponds to Judd Apatow movies. Judd Apatow movies it is. Okay, Mike, for two points and a tie, Harry Nemiroff. Who co-stars alongside Katherine Heigl as an unexpecting dad-to-be in Knocked Up? Seth Rogen. We're back to Tide, Christian. Back to Tide, as now we get to Perry Nemiroff for her three-pointer, and she chose category number seven. Category number seven for Perry and that would be films in the 1990s. Film in the 1990s. All right. So 1990s, Perry, your three-pointer. Here you go. All right. In Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, what is the new name that Marv and Harry go by after breaking out of prison? Is it the Sticky Bandits? Three-point question is that. Three-point question. I didn't know what the Sticky Bandits Three points there for Perry Nemiroff. And we now get to Mike Kalinowski, who needs to tie the game with category number 12, Mark. That's right. Mike has selected by a proxy using Jim Kelly's number 12, Disney movies. All right. All right. Disney, Disney movies. All right. Here it comes. And for three points, Mike, your question. In the film, Ralph Breaks the Internet, what MCU character is seen taking questions from a line of fans? You want the character? Yes. Is it Iron Man? That is incorrect. Looking for Groot. Also would have accepted Baby Groot. Either one worked. All right, so we are down to this. Mike Kalinowski gets his five-pointer. He hits it. It bounces back to Perry. If he misses it, Perry Nemiroff will advance to play the winner of Mark Riley and Video Drew. All right. Here is the category, Mark. It is number 14 for Mike. That's right, Christian. And uh, all of our Schmodown fans across the world wait with bated breath, and they're about to go crazy. Why? Because Mike has selected the category of the legendary performer, Meryl Streep. Oh, get the hell out of here. I will ask the question, then I will do just go that. Go for it, guys. Go Mike, for it. For five points and the lead in the world of Meryl Streep. The Post was not the first time Meryl Streep was directed by Steven Spielberg. What film was in which she played the role Blue Mecca? Five, four, three. Repeat the question. First one. Can do that. You have two JT rules left, Mike. Thank you. In the world of Meryl Streep, The Post was not the first time Meryl Streep was directed by Steven Spielberg. What film was where she played the character Blue Mecca? Five, four, three, two question second one all right got one more of those in the world of meryl streep the post was not the first time meryl streep was directed by steven spielberg what film was where she played the blue mecca five four three two repeat the question last one all right, Mike. In the world of Meryl Streep, The Post was not the first time Meryl Streep was directed by Steven Spielberg. What film was where she played the blue mecca? I don't... Oh, God. I'm... 
It's five pointers. So it's got to be something five. weird. Four. Is it so, Ready Player One? And your winner advancing to the next round, Scary Perry Nemeroff. The answer was AI. 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 Perry Nemeroff pulling up a big upset here and knocking out Mike the Killer Kalinowski. Mike going to put you in the waiting room at the moment here. And we have Perry Nemeroff. Who did it? Come back after the first round. Spins away from monster movies. Comes back again. Lands on it. And it turned out to be the thing that helped her. She ties the game. Perry, are you in shock at the moment? It's so hard not to curse right now. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm partially in shock, but I also know that I played fairly well. So I want to give myself a pat on the back, but I still kind of can't believe it. So, Koi, thank you. Seriously, the only reason this happened was because of your guidance and all the advice the Quirky Mercs gave me. Otherwise, I would have had no strategy today. That's right. impressive hearing that. And, you know, Perry, before the match, I asked your manager, Coy, who you credit with such inspiration, how far he thinks you could go. Now that you have this huge victory, how far can you go in this tournament? Oh, no. I still can't. I can't believe I'm playing another match. <laughs> I, I love Drew. I don't really know much about her schmodown skills, but knowing Mark Riley's history in the schmodown, I like my head is going to explode if I if I wind up playing him in a match. But I, like I'm really excited, and I really did exactly what we set out to do, Koi. Like I had so much fun. So win or lose, I would have had a good time today. But I am beyond thrilled to get to play this game again. Well, Coy, you know, look, I see the big smile on your face and obviously earned here. You know, you mentioned up top that you might have had the special sauce to beat Kalinowski because you almost did it with Alba. You've done it yourself. And now here Perry does it. It, it, Look, this is a big corruption is coming on really strong. And you just took out one of their big guns. I mean, uh, that that was a that was a a side of points for them that they were really looking forward to to try to rack up points. And you just put a, a hole in their ship. So it's got to make you feel good here as you uh, as you advance to the next round. I I really like Mike Kalinowski. He's one of my favorite people in town, and I don't know Shannon that well, but she's delightful. So it doesn't make me feel good to hurt corruption, but it makes me feel good to show how good the quirky mercs are. Uh, it's really hard in a sport that's so visually point heavy. People can look at spreadsheets. People have you know after shows, and I watch so many of them. I, I spend my insomnia Ed Norton nights watching so many after shows, looking at statistics because I love this part of the game so much. I love managing. So it's really hard when I know how good my team is and when I know how good each individual player is. So it, it's not at all about hurting the other faction. It's about showing that we aren't a, a thing to be laughed at. We're a force to be reckoned with. We've had some bad luck with timing with world epidemics. We've played less than a lot of teams. Every time we play, it's a contender for match of the year. Our Star Wars match, our singles matches, our inner geeks, and we are incredible. And I just want my team to feel that. That's all I care about. And this happens today, and I'm so proud. Well, I mean, last question here for you, Perry, as you go into the second round. You, you hung in there, and I think that maybe in the past had you had, because uh, you were down three, I think, or maybe f- three or four after the first round, maybe in the past you start to doubt yourself or maybe not even uh, maybe give up, uh, but that wasn't the case here. You stuck with it. How much of that was because of, A, you're paying attention more to the game? How much of that was because of Koi? Uh, take me through it a little bit. First of all, I never give up no matter what. That is, that's true across the board, but I do tend to get dejected and down on myself when I answer a couple things wrong. And there was like a big gap after that first round, but you know, Koi and a bunch of the people on Quirky Mercs kind of explained to me just, you know, the point spread and the likelihood of being able to come back from something. So even though I was down, I knew there was still a very real possibility that I could come back. So there was no point in getting into that dejected zone. I could make a comeback, and I did. Well, there you go. Perry Nemiroff, the scary Perry Nemiroff, is back in the movie trivia showdown, and she does it in fashion here today, defeating Mike the Killer Kalinowski. The score, 16-13, as she goes into the next round. Congratulations, Coy. Congratulations to you, Perry. We'll see you in the next round. All right, going to now bring in I'm sure a little bit of somewhere they haven't been recently, and that is in the uh, second side of the bracket here. 
Mike Kalinowski, Shannon, Mike, I, I mean, I know you. I've known you for a long time. I know that losses really sting you. And, yep. Uh, this, yep. Yep. This has got to be one right now. Uh, what's uh, what's going on through your head right now? It's, you know, hey, I'm not going to complain. It's what it is. You know, is, you know, a Wreck-It Ralph movie, a Disney movie? I thought it would be in a Pixar category. The, the numbers didn't go my way. It's it's my fault. I had the lead uh, coming out around one. I spun her strength. The only thing I can, you know, hey, everyone's upset, always loves that I get my strengths. I didn't get my strengths this time, and I lost. Uh, it's what it is, man. It's what it is. I made, a, I made a terrible decision going into the singles tournament. It didn't play out like it played out for IG for us. So I got to move on and focus on other stuff now with the teams, you know, that stuff. It's a tough predicament, Mike, and it's. I hope this is taken in the complimentary spirit in which I issue it, is that when you watch March Madness when it happens every year, you have marquee programs. You have UNC, Duke, UCLA, and occasionally even they have an early round loss, and they just brush it off their shoulder, and they continue to be the stellar legacy programs that they are, and I would consider you amongst those ranks in the Schmodown. My question for Shannon, I think that you gave – one of the most inspirational and motivational speeches going into round three that we've ever heard in the Schmodown. I think people are going to use that before they exercise, when they're going through a problem that's personal or professional. It was a great piece of audio. But now, Shannon, you find yourself where you have to speak a little differently to Mike and get his competitive juices flowing again after a loss. So what are the words that you have for Mike after such a crushing defeat? I don't have to use any special words to get Mike's juices flowing because he's still an elite competitor and he knows that this was a wheel game. This wasn't, I mean, look, he, he didn't spend his strength. And Mike, you got to understand this. Yeah, you didn't spend your strength. You spun hers, but you worked your way through it like a professional. You only gave up a one point, which wouldn't have made a huge difference anyway, but you navigated it. You didn't give up and you, you did fine. You gave up one freaking point. Who cares? Um, you know, Meryl Streep, whatever, we'll brush that one off. Yeah, so our plan didn't go the way we wanted it to. But the other thing to remember is that as much as everyone wants to say that you're the person that's going to carry this team to whatever place we end up at, we've still got three amazing singles players that have your back that will help you now to put in the work so that we can continue to advance on your behalf. And I know you're gonna be pissed. I'm pissed. I don't like losing to people who are that happy. I don't trust people who are that happy. It's weird to be quite honest with you. Um, but you know, it was, it, that's how the game goes. Sometimes it's gonna work in your favor. Sometimes it's not. I don't, I can't tell you anything that you don't already know. I'm super proud of what you did up there. It just didn't go our way. And, and everyone in this tournament is going to have to face this. I don't know if this is the new era is just the season of upsets. It's happening left and right, as you can see. I mean, no one is immune to being upset in this game. So we've been on the delivering side of those upsets, and we've been on the receiving side of those upsets. It doesn't matter. It's going to continue to happen game after game, match after match, player after player. So you got to take the good with the bad. You got to keep that beautiful bearded chin up. And you got to, sorry, you got to move on. You got to move on. Well, Mike, let me ask you because again, I mean, yeah. the, the reason why you're such an elite competitor is is for for, the, for how much passion you do bring with these games, whether it's singles, teams, IG, and it's and I know how much losses kind of gets you. And you had mentioned earlier that you think it was a mistake, uh, but isn't that kind of hindsight? Is isn't that one of those sure, things? Sure, where- you can't. I can't play like that. So you know, like Shannon said, I've got three other players now. I've got to get behind uh, that need my, you know, backing. Uh, and which I'll do, you know, I, I was there for Chance with IG, helping him all the way. Uh, so now I've got to do that with Marisol, Adam and Chance. I've got to help them all the way. I've got to, it's again, not about me. Uh, so my ego takes the hit. Uh, you know, it's, it's what it is. It's, it's a, it's a different beast. It's a study for two weeks for this match, five hours last night. And not a single question that we talked about came up or thought about any movie that we talked about came up. So it's, 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 that's what singles is, man. It's. Yeah, do you think, Mike, do you think maybe because you were studying so hard for IG and you were locked back in IG for so long and did uh did you, do you think you had enough time to, you know, blend in to be able to study for both teams and singles or or well, you- singles studying is a it's a different beast. It's it's I can't I can't sit there and cram in movies before a match with a chance that they might like that one match I, I think it was again maybe against Zipper where Constantine came up and I got a Constantine question around two. I watched Constantine two nights before that movie. You know, and I would not have gotten it if I didn't watch that movie with this singles. I, you know, I can't, I can't 
study for it like that. It's it's just doing movies in Meryl Streep, and I thought like, okay, it's a fiver, so it's not it's not a significant role. And I was like, is it Tintin? It's not Tintin. I thought it was one of those weird ones, like a weird offshoot. It wasn't Hook, because that's Glenn Close and a cameo. So I knew it's some weird little scene cameo. AI just wasn't there. I thought Ready Player One. So Shannon, last question here before we let you go. Um, you know, you do have a big match here with Marisol McKee and Paul Oyama coming up. And this is, uh, it's interesting because because corruption has been on the tear lately. So this is not, you're not used to this at the moment. Uh, so with one of the big dogs kind of taking a hit, this is Mike's first loss uh, in, in single competition in a while. So how do you bounce back? Do you still, is the Finstock Exchange, because the plan is off a little bit, is the Finstock Exchange still uh or first place, I should say, is first place still you know something you, you think you can you can accomplish with Mike not in the in the uh, tournament? Um, I'm not as much concerned with getting first place as I am with us maintaining our momentum and, and staying at that competitive level right now. Um, I don't know if you know this about me, but nothing holds me down. Nothing holds me back. I don't back down from any challenge, and I don't harp on any challenge. And that's why Mike and I work so well together because he might go after this match and, and have a little bit of a down day whereas i'm going to be there to pick him up move him forward and get him back on track with the rest of our team because he is the leader of our team and we need him as much as he needs us right now so i'm not going to be down about this he played a hell of a game like i said before it's it just it's the wheel and it's going to be that way every single game we never know what's going to happen um marisol is getting prepped for oyama like i said before i don't know if we're going to get three-point Oyama or if we're going to get belt holder Oyama. We are going to hope for the former, but we're going to train for the latter. All right. Well, listen, once again, uh, tough loss here today, Mike. I'm sure, you know, we'll see you very soon, obviously. Uh, And uh, yeah, uh, Shannon, good luck to the rest of the tournament. And uh, we will see you very, very soon. All right, guys. So Mike Kalinowski and Shannon Barney, ladies and gentlemen, Mark, this is the this is the tournament upsets galore as shannon said it's been happening and and i think mike said it mike this this was kind of reminiscent to me of mike's match against roca um last year in the in the tournament mike played really well in that first round he had missed uh i don't think he missed anything that first round and then he had a really tough second round question he did, and and as you know, as far as because Wreck-It Ralph did come from Disney Studios and not Pixar, but because the animation itself can be confusing for sure. But it did come from Disney, just to be uh, to, to clarify. So I'm sure that maybe kind of tied him up there as well. But it, it he said it. It's the luck of the draw, and what you get. Can you hit your strengths? And Shannon said it. Mike got new releases. Well, guess who is an ace at new releases? Perry Nemiroff. Guess who was in the uh, exhibition matches? And Mike still navigated through that. It was it was just it was a fight. It was a scrap. And Perry Nemiroff just stuck it in there, and she finds herself going uh, into the next round. It's the wide world of the schmodown, Christian. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. And it seemed like ever since that question number seven in round number one, where it, Perry got a point on us, Mike didn't. It seemed like from then, Mike was playing on ice skates a little bit. He was on the defensive. He was spinning away from categories that he didn't want Perry to have a shot at stealing. And they end up with new releases, something that Perry's very strong at. And then round three comes around, and it's just the luck of the draw with the categories. Did not go Mike's way today, but corruption, like Shannon said, still has a lot of hope left in this tournament. And for Perry Nemiroff, her, the Corky Mercs, they have that look like they're playing with house money right now, Christian, and that makes them one dangerous team for the rest of this tourney. It is, because if you look at it as in chess, they just took out a big piece of the game. I mean, they really, really did, and the rest of the factions are going to be waking up here going, wait a minute. Anything can happen. We said this in the beginning. That is that's some serious points for the quirky Mercs. They needed that, and it opens up the board in general because Mike was favored to go pretty far in the tournament itself. You know, he's so right now. It's scary, Perry, and she's back. And the Mercs, they did it. So at the end, the final score: Perry Nemiroff, sixteen. Mike Kalinowski, 13, Nemiroff advances to round number two to await the winner of Video Drew and Mark Yodi Riley. We will find out very soon. And for everyone else, hopefully yesterday you checked out the big match between Kevin Smith, Chris Jericho. It's on the YouTube channel now. So check it out. 
watch it. You talk about the quirky Mercs that went down yesterday. Another big match. So make sure you check that out. And obviously, Andrew Guy and Ben Bateman, that match also went up yesterday for the number one contender. If you don't know who won it, I ain't spoiling for you. Go watch it. And then finally, join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Schmodown. Patreon.com slash Schmodown. $10 tier is the tier for you. Spectacular. You can get that. You can get any of the pay-per-views that we do, anything that we do, plus the exhibition matches. They're all for you. So join today. For Mark Ellis, I'm Christian Harloff. We'll see you next time. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.